0: Adrian, And this is a show where we give you big ideas bite-sized. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, welcome to another series. We've gone through, um, you know, our our porn on the internet and we've gone through our Console Wars series and um, now here we are about to get real spoopy
1: real deep into that (laughs) alien conspiracy shit (laughs) yeah
0: so obviously like from the dawn of time which we'll get into a little bit later and and also as recently as just last week with sightings over Pocatello aliens have kind of been um you know thought to be an influence on human life and so we would like to take you know some time to talk about alien technology and how it affects us and and also look at some really crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. This
1: episode will mostly be really crazy shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, in fact, like I feel like there's a lot of stuff that isn't necessarily super crazy and it's just kind of like, oh well, cool crazy." Yeah. But this is like this is about to be some fucking shit. I have watched so much ancient Dude, aliens. I think that my brain much. is starting to leak out of my ears.
1: Yeah, um... Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, that's definitely a, a word lot that you can <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how else to explain it.
0: <laughs> well, we'll definitely get into it. But uh, before we, we jump into all of the crazy conspiracies about ancient aliens, why don't we talk about what's been going on with our lives? Yeah, yeah. You want to start? Um, you had, yeah. You had a big deal going on. Yeah, so um, I have moved again which I think we might have kind of touched on a little bit before I left when we were recording the other series. But I moved to the Grand Tetons for the summer. So I'm living in the National Park and um, doing uh, housekeeping stuff with the cabin rentals that we have here in the National Park. And it's, like, pretty insane. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I went from being really close to everyone and, like, everyone... um... Another thing is, like so with the COVID-19 stuff going on, like, South Dakota didn't really address it, like, hardly at all, and that, like, led to, like, a bunch of shit happening, um, in terms of, like, our cases and, and things like that, and so it was really kind of scary to be so close to everybody, and now I'm just, like, literally in the woods, (laughs) so far (laughs) away from everyone, and, um, I'm getting to experience acne for the first time in my life because I am required to wear a face mask all day, every day. So that's oh, that super lit. <laughs> yeah. And it's like all, it's all like right around my nose. So it's like really fucking painful and just like shitty. <laughs> so, yeah, that yeah. does suck. That's sorry fine. about it. That's yeah, It is what it is. Safety first. Uh, you yeah, know, sometimes we have to sacrifice our skincare routine for uh, safety. It's <laughs> fine. Exactly. Um, But yeah, so I got out here, um, already I had some friends from Colorado, uh, come out just this past week, and we went camping, and, like, had a fire, and watched the sunset over the mountains, and it's, like, oh my god, so beautiful and amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it
1: really is beautiful out there. It's, like, surreal how beautiful it is.
0: Yeah, so the way that I came, I, like, came over the bighorns, like, um, in the middle of Wyoming into... Oh, yeah, yeah the Teton Range, and so, like, when you come up over Taguati Pass, um, and into, like, Du Bois, Wyoming. Du Bois. Du Bois. (laughs) Cracking a cold one with Du Bois. Everything (laughs) out here is, like, named by French fur trappers, but we're all fucking American as shit, so it's not Du Bois, like, it's spelled, it's Du Du Bois.
1: (laughs) It's the same in South Dakota. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 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 Belfor- Belle
0: Fouche, like- it's yeah. just yeah it's yeah so pierre. um yeah <laughs> as opposed to pierre it's so fu- i think my favorite thing to ask people and they're like oh you're from South good it's so crazy i'm like hey pronounce the state capital and they're like pierre and i'm like ha ha, "Ha ha!" yeah you would think it would be because it should be because <laughs> it literally should be um yeah. <laughs> but uh when i was coming up over the pass and like down into the valley and into jackson you can see like the tetons as you, like you literally like You come out of Du Bois, and there's, like, the Moran Junction Station, which is kind of, like, the main entrance into the park that goes, like, directly into the park, um, and more towards Yellowstone. Right. And then there's another entrance over, um, on the Jackson end, but when you come in from Du Bois, you, like, there's, like, forest, 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 you can't really see anything, and then you literally turn the corner, and it's just, like, BAM! (laughs) boom, tits in your face. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Um, and I like started tearing up and crying because it's just like, it's so beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful That happened to
1: me too when we drove out there.
0: Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Just, uh, cleaning out old cabins and getting them ready for the summer and kind of figuring out how all of this stuff is gonna work, you know, with the COVID. Right. It's definitely going to be an interesting summer. Like, We're not going to have, like, there's this thing called Rendezvous, which is, like, essentially like an employee prom, (laughs) (laughs) which we're not going to be doing this year, which is really kind of shitty, because usually they serve, like, really good food, and everybody just gets fucking hella drunk and, like, parties, and it's, like... dope. Dude, it's, like, the best time ever. It's so much fun. So we won't have that this year, as far as we know. And things could change, like, depending on how the world is, but... Right. It's just kind of like a wait and see kind of thing. So we're not doing that. And then 4th of July is going to be really interesting because usually they have like a big concert, like Shaky Graves played out here for like their summer music festival. Oh, dope. And uh, I've seen um, like Old Crow Medicine Show played for free on 4th of July the last time I was here. Yeah. So it's like a big deal. And like we're not going to be able to really do any of that stuff, which kind of sucks, but... You know. that's the
1: world we live in right now
0: <laughs> it's true and like i said before like it's definitely like yeah it sucks that things are going to be different for a while but mostly it's like about the safety of like our employees and our guests so
1: right yeah for sure so what have you been up to so i went back to my office this week it was my first week back oh yeah i've been working yeah it's super great
0: yeah, I uh, Uh, I, I sense a hint of sarcasm
1: there. Yeah, I've been working from home since the middle of March. Um, Yeah, so I'm back in the office. um, And the first half of the week was really foreign, I guess is a good word, um, because I hadn't really seen a bunch of people since March and... I certainly haven't spent time with people outside of, like, my household um, for extended periods of time. So the first couple of days, it was kind of, like... And I think everyone was feeling it. Um, We were all kind of, like, not sure how to, like, physically be in a space together. Right. Um, So that was weird and took some getting used to. um, But, you know, like, by today, we were all back in a groove i guess um Mm -hmm. i have two employees currently um so i'm having them (laughs) go through all the laptops that everyone's turned in while i keep all of the online classes online
0: (laughs) oh god yeah that's gotta be
1: (laughs) not the best (laughs) feeling in the world (laughs) no and like we're, I don't know what's happening. Um, we're going to college. Um, I don't know what's happening for fall classes. Um, they haven't really come out and said um, what their plan is moving forward with COVID and everything. Um, there was talk of maybe doing a blend of uh, real life classes and online classes, Right. Um, but I'm not sure.
0: We'll see. So, so just to clarify a little bit further, like you work at not just a college, but a like geology and technology college that yes. like
1: has a lot of lab classes. <laughs> yeah, I work at an engineering college and um, especially a lot of the upper level classes, they all need a lab. Um, right. It's the school I graduated from. And like the majority of my last two years, were, I was just in the lab all the time.
0: Yeah. So it's so. gotta be especially rough like trying to calibrate for online programs and things like that, not just for you obviously in the IT department, but also just right. for the college and the students as well. So
1: Yeah. Especially like there's a big um a chemistry department, um, and biochem, like that's a big deal on campus and those people live in the lab, so yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen with that. Right. It's definitely It's going to be a learning experience for all. (laughs) Yeah. Especially those big lecture halls that everybody gets crammed into for all their general courses. Mm -hmm. Don't know what's going to happen, but... (laughs) We'll see. Get along for the ride.
0: (laughs) Right, right. Um, So, obviously, a lot of our, you know, catch-up in terms of what we've been doing has a lot involved with uh, COVID-19, which is very kind of at the forefront of everyone's mind but I just we wanted to take a quick second as well to address what's going on um, in the world right now as well um, and we wanted to let all of our listeners know that both Adrian and I are very involved in what's going on with um, everything with Black Lives Matter and the capacity that we are able to based on our locations um, and just because Bite Size Podcast has not made an announcement or we have not made an announcement through the podcast we want you to know that that's something that we are very much involved in when with rather um in our personal lives um and we wanted to let you know not to take our silence um and think that we do not care or do not support the movement because we very much do um this is just another aspect of our lives so yeah
1: yeah that pretty much sums up exactly um if you care to see what we're doing you are more than welcome to follow our personal accounts
0: yep and they are linked with um our our other stuff so you can find our social media there and um if you'd like i suppose we can include that with the episode if that's something that you're interested in
1: so yeah for sure
0: from doom and gloom of what's going on in the real world and how everything is terrible, let's uh,
1: talk about some crazy stuff. Yeah, let's um, take a break from the revolution to talk about some weird shit. <laughs> yeah, really very weird shit. Literally the
0: weirdest shit. As, we, as I watched more Ancient Aliens, because I watched a lot of it, I started to get... Like progressively more attractive to the aliens, dude. No, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, I don't know if it's his hair or like the way that he dresses oh, when he like God. goes into the field with those like beautiful khakis and the brown shirts you <laughs> know, like beautiful like crystal pendants around his neck. Oh, but I just God. like I see him and I'm like, yeah, baby, you do that. You, you shit, look at girl, You are shit. lonely
1: out there in the forest. <laughs>
0: yes ma'am that is 100 percent accurate i am so alone i just want smooches man. Oh, so man i'll take them where i can get them and if alien guy wants to fucking lay it on me then i'd probably be there for it well let's reach out to him and see if he'll be our special guest this right i mean well let's see how let's see what happens after this first episode because i feel like we're about to talk like a whole yeah. lot of trash
1: we really are um So we wanted to start uh, this series um, talking about things that happened prehistorically. And um, the easiest way to do that was to watch Ancient Aliens, um, (laughs) because it's all right there for you. All of the things that people think aliens did for and to people um, are in this neat little package. With crazy hair. Yeah. Uh, I had never watched Ancient Aliens before. Like, I would seen clips, and I've seen the memes, uh, but I've never actually sat down and watched an episode. Uh, and, oh no. Oh no, <laughs> <love you> <laughs> Oh no is right.
0: Uh, so yeah. I, I mean, my dad loved this shit. Like, to the point Dope. of, like, when I was younger... Um, so he's, like, okay, all other things aside, he was, like, a crazy survivalist and, like, believes, like, a whole bunch of fucking crazy shit, uh, in general, and, like, fucking conspiracies, and, like, when Y2K was happening, like, and there was all that panic about that, like, he literally, like, built a fucking bomb shelter in our fucking basement, um, it was, like, a time, well, I mean, yeah, (laughs) now, as an adult, and, like, able to, like, you know, conceive those concepts and, like, understand, sure, yeah, absolutely, as a child, Traumatizing. Absolutely traumatizing. Right. I'm sure. Um, to the point where, like, I was afraid of the night sky oh, as a child. No. Like, I was terrified that the sun was going to explode or aliens were going to come down and mm. kill us or... Well, um, still might. Yeah, that's always, <laughs> you know, it's always a possibility. Um, just, like, all that kind of shit. So, like, he loved watching ancient aliens like that like he was all about that shit or like i don't think it was ancient aliens at that time i think it was like other programs but it was all on the history channel <laughs> and it was right. all crazy
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay should we just jump into this yeah let's uh let's kind of yeah let's do it yeah because there's no like clean way there's no dip your toe in and see how the water is that you have to fully submerge <laughs> into this Right. Um,
0: And the thing about it, too, is there's so much information, and, like, their episodes, like, skip around to different things, and, like, it's not ever gonna just be one solid piece of information. It's gonna be, everything's connected, man! Yeah. Because he kind of is, like, and we'll get into it a little, like, a little later when we start, like, kind of connecting the dots, but, like, (coughs) excuse me, there's, like, so much shit. There's so yeah. much shit, and you try and, like, open the door, like, a little bit, it's like if you're, like, looking out at, like, a storm, and then all of a sudden, like, a wind blows in, just, like, BOOM, like, blows up yeah. the fucking door, and you're just like,
1: oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, this is, like, completely out of context, but I think it's important to mention, uh, about the Vatican. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> one of the, one of the first things in the first episode of Ancient Aliens that they dropped is in two thousand eight, the Vatican said that they were on board with believing in aliens. Um, they said like it didn't uh, like interfere with their beliefs in God and things like that, and um, I think that is what helped open the floodgates to a lot of the weird shit. <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, the Vatican getting on board with what you're, the message that you're trying to get across, I feel like, is probably, like, a pretty big sign. <laughs> yeah. Signs. <laughs> nice Signs. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that, I mean, for me personally, I think it's, like, well, I mean, like, it's cool that, like, you know, whatever... Pope is in the office right now. Wants to
1: be yeah. a cool pope
0: or whatever, but I just don't understand how like the idea of like ancient beings coming down and being believed to be gods and giving people technology to further their situation in society uh goes with
1: <laughs> you know
0: the teachings of Catholicism, but that's just me well, I personally.
1: Don't, I don't think the Vatican was down with believing that the Aliens were gods. I think they were just acknowledging that um, there may be life in other places in the universe. <laughs> right,
0: which is uh, kind of another thing. When so, when I was doing research for this, I I looked kind of into the Fermi par- 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 paradox. Sorry, that was a hard okay. word. Um, which is the idea that like, um, if there's life on Earth, why isn't there life? Like, why have it? Like, if there's life other than just on Earth, like, why haven't we run into it? And that's, like, a whole nother fucking box to unopen because it's, like, you know, the idea that as humans uh, on Earth and as intelligent life, either the great barrier that stops life from continuing on and and becoming more advanced, either we've passed that barrier or we're close to the end (laughs) and we're all (laughs) about to fucking die. (laughs) Well, Um, I mean... (laughs) So either we're, like, the first civilized and uh, advanced society of, of animals or we are the last and everybody else has died is, like, one of the, the properties of that huh. paradox. Aww. It's really interesting. I have a bunch of videos I can send you links to yeah. that are
1: super it's good. cool. Yeah. So do you hope that we're the first or the last?
0: Man, and this is this is what I was, like, thinking about the entire time. I watched one specifically that's, like, uh, it's associated with, um, nerd Fighters and, like, the, if you remember that stuff at all, or, like, don't forget to be awesome, um, it's, uh, an animation studio out of Germany, <clears throat> and, um, while I was watching this video and, like, thinking about, you know, like, the great barrier or the idea of the great barrier to life, um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't really decide, If I wanted to, like, do I want to be the first of our kind and know that there is no other life that has evolved to be able to communicate or um, reach out, and that there's a possibility that life on this planet will be exhausted before any other, you know, alien civilizations are able to emerge? or do I want us to have, like, some massive breakthrough, go out into the stars, start trying to, you know, populate other planets and find just ruins of alien civilizations that could, like, bring about a bunch of nasty shit <laughs> with it as well? I mean, either way, I feel like in my lifetime, like, I'm not going to get a good answer for that. No. Which is also shitty.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it either. It's almost, like, egotistical to think we're the last ones. Right. Because we're not that great. (laughs) No, we're super not great. Well, and then there's also, like,
0: um, so another part of it, because, like, so the Fermi Paradox in general has, like, a bunch of different facets and ideas and and reasons why things, like, not reasons why things are the way they are, but ideas about reasons of why things are the way they are. Um, And one of them is that we are not advanced enough to be and this is actually something that was like super big in star trek which is I mean, like a total nerd for mentioning but <laughs> the idea that as a human race we have not progressed to the point that we are able to join intergalactic species and that there is someone possibly watching over our planet like a zoo essentially and like watching oh. us develop pretty much under a microscope to the point that we would be able to like break that barrier and be able to join intergalactic civilization. Um, also, (laughs) you know, the idea that we are a harvesting planet.
1: Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I haven't heard (laughs) about that one. Interesting. Um, I've never like jumped into it though, because in the end it doesn't really matter at
0: all. (laughs) Right. I mean, I'm not a scientist. I'm not studying this stuff. It's really interesting, but, like, also, like, was a massive drive for, you know, creating who I am as a person with anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) So, I try not to get too far into it, because it does kind of make my brain go,
1: No! Stop! What
0: are you doing? (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. But, with that being said, uh, let's talk about, you know, some ancient peoples that were influenced possibly by intergalactic culture
1: yeah um so one of the first things that i want to talk about is the nazca lines in peru Mm i am assuming that you've seen the pictures right
0: oh yeah absolutely i like i said i kind of watched some some stuff as well about every every theory that was posited by ancient aliens (laughs) i like went and did like (laughs) actual research to see yeah what they i mean i did about, too that's so. why there's
1: like four hundred thousand words in this document <laughs> right, right 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 yeah <laughs> um so yeah the Nazca lines for those of you who um had better things to do than watch ancient aliens um they're literal lines um uh, that some people um the ancient aliens dudes included uh they call them strips. um And some of the reasons that they call them airstrips are because they are super straight. Like, they don't curve at all. Um, And, like, when you're looking at them from above, they do look like airstrips. I will say that. Um, Yeah. And they range in size. Um, But the cool thing about the Nazca Lines, I think, is that, like, the airstrips aside, um, there's a bunch of figures drawn with these lines um, of animals and, like, other things in nature. Um, And I think that is super cool, and I want to fly over it and see what they look like.
0: Right. And um, so the ancient alien guys obviously uh, talked about how – and they mentioned this for a couple different cultures – the idea of, like, intergalactic travelers or, like – I watched (laughs) – A BuzzFeed video that they talked like, you know, the two BuzzFeed ghost adventure guys, which are hilarious and you should definitely check out if you haven't but, um, they also did one about like the alien things and they were talking about um, how like in ancient art and stuff like that, like one of them was like, oh they think that, you know, this might be like an oxygen tank and blah 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 and it's like, no dude, it looks like a basket of fruit on top of his head like, it was like that's literally what it looks like, so some of the the ancient art has definitely like Obviously, there's room for interpretation, but I feel like the yeah, ancient alien is sure. like really rammed with that really shit. They really hone in on it. It's
1: super <laughs> crazy. So, like with the Nazca lines, um, they, the ancient aliens dudes, they are convinced that they, um, like the animals, um, they were created so that the flying beings could see them from their spacecraft. Mm-hmm. Um, however. <laughs> You can also just see them from nearby hills.
0: Right, right. You can go, like, on top of, like, a, you know, Peru is, like, kind of, like, a mountainous region. Like, yeah, you can, yeah. You can see them.
1: Yeah, so um, they could have just been there just as art and uh, just to admire. Um, like, if you wanted to have a picnic with your lady and look at the animals, you could or something.
0: Right, I don't know, ancient Peruvians, they're, you know, maybe laying it on thick. Let's go look at these, yeah. like, yeah, I'll look they at might, what I did there for There was you. nothing else
1: to do but create animals and have picnics. <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: um, so one thing that I did see, I think it was on Naked History, or Naked Science, um, about the Nazca Lines, is the idea that there is a possibility that they could have been, like, the first creators of hot air balloons. Oh, I didn't see that. To be able that. to, like, go up and, <clears throat> and like, survey the area. Um, also, another fun thing... Um, so, just the Nazca region in general is super, super interesting. Um, yeah, it really is. Like, when you go to the dig sites that they have, like, really close to the Nazca lines, um, there's, <clears throat> like, mummified remains, and it just looks, like, cool as fuck. Like, I definitely, yeah. like, I want to go and, like, see them for myself, because... Um, like some of the the burial stuff in that area is just absolutely insane. Um, but speaking of burials, um, at the ends of the Nazca lines, which was like a really weird thing that I saw on like pretty much everything that I had looked up, there are like these two circular mounds at the start of the line, yeah. with um, tomb type like relics underneath them. And then there's these circles, these circular mounds that are covered in like broken pottery that looks like it was like, it doesn't look like it's weathered. It looks like it was broken intentionally and like stuck together. Also with a a kind of um, mollusk shell that is not found in that region. so it's like yeah so like why the fuck were they like (laughs) making these mounds and like sticking shellfish on the fucking (laughs) yeah uh like on onto these like weird burial mounds especially when they had to like get it from a region that like wasn't familiar to them so like that is like another thing of like fucking you know maybe this is like you know an offering or a signifier to aliens
1: like (laughs) right or one of the one of the things about the Nazca region is um Just the way that it is naturally, uh, there's not a lot of weathering or erosion going on, which is how these um, depictions of animals and such have been preserved for so long. It's because they are literally naturally preserved. Right. Yeah. Which is super dope, I think. Oh, absolutely. It's like the coolest thing. You could also
0: posit, you know, that uh, if it is an alien, it's like, you know, the cowboy bebop thing. It's just a lonely satellite in space drawing pictures because it's bored.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or it could just be that the people that lived in the desert were bored.
0: Yeah, this is also a very, it's a very possible... That's, I feel like, the biggest thing that I've seen with, like, any of this ancient alien stuff, which I showed that tweet to you that was, like, uh, ancient aliens, yeah. tweets, it was aliens, and then the archaeologists are, like, did you try it? Because we tried it, and it wasn't yeah. that bad.
1: <laughs> and there were the same things that happened with the Nazca Lines. There were, um, like, several archaeologists that used tools that would have been around then, like sticks, and... Um, <laughs>
0: like sticks.
1: <laughs> they made similar designs um, because a lot of the Nazca line designs or depictions um, they're just one line like it's one continuous line Um, Mm -hmm. so they showed that you could easily do that without looking overhead like you could just do it yeah (laughs) it wasn't that impressive right and that's but the fact that it was I don't know. Like, the, the ancient aliens dudes are convinced the aliens have something to do with it, and the archaeologists are like, hey now, <laughs> let's think <laughs> well, about this.
0: yeah, and I mean, like, yeah, it could take some time, um, and you may have to, like, have, like, understanding of, like, how to use your, you know, global positioning and, like, the movement of, like, the stars and things around you. And, like, you know, the rising and setting of sun is another big one. Um, like, yeah, you would have to use those ideas, but, <laughs> like, they yeah. had availability to do those things. Like, it's really not that fucking hard and yeah. not that mysterious. Like, I think they were just probably, like, let's do art.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's that's one of the common themes with all of the things, all the rest of the things we're going to talk about, too, is uh, a lot of the archaeologists think that... Um, a lot of the things that we're gonna talk about have to do with um like the stars and the celestial bodies and um which at first you're like how do they know about it but then you think about it and you're like what the fuck else would they do
0: yeah there's literally i mean it's not <laughs> like they had fucking twitter or anything like no there's they can just literally nothing online. else to do <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, if if I was around back then, I would probably be fucking amazed by the stars too. Like, I am right now, and um, yeah. but I also have like Netflix and stuff, <laughs> right?
0: Exactly. You don't have like your only thing that you can do at night is look yeah. at the sky, <laughs> and yeah, go on to
1: so, <laughs> Yeah, some archaeologists propose that the Nazca lines have something to do with astronomy, um, because like. They have like certain markers that are um, where, like, the sun. I'm making gestures that only Tally can see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that the sun and other bodies um, rise to on significant solar events and dates. So right. there's right. that theory. And then there's also the alien theory
0: yeah and then there's also you know aliens or
1: whatever
0: yeah yeah. i know this uh, i know that this series is supposed to be about aliens and the alien encounters and alien technology but like we're starting off on a really interesting foot of like yeah it could be
1: aliens but you know probably not (laughs) but let's let's critically think about this right Um, right right. yeah so you mentioned about the art um because there's a lot of art obviously in all of these places Um, And the art, I think, lends itself to the ancient aliens people um, because of how they choose to interpret it. There are a lot of things that look like helmeted beings and, uh, like, sculptures and cave drawings that look like ancient astronauts. Like, they fucking do.
0: (laughs) They really do. Or or they could also be... And this is just something that, I mean, there's no, like, archaeological evidence to back it up whatsoever, but haloed beings.
1: Yeah, or a headdress.
0: Yeah, like, it easily could be, (laughs) like, a (laughs) ring around someone's head that they're wearing, like, almost every Christian motif of a a sacred being as portrayed. (laughs) Yep. But there's only so much Uh, that you can do with stones, you know? (laughs) Right. You got some select tools... (laughs) very select like not the best things and they did really good with
1: what they had They did so yeah. good in fact we'll, we'll add some of these photos into the our instagram so you can see what the fuck we're talking about yeah um, i will say that it's super interesting to me that um like i'll give like a, a small point to the ancient aliens people because it is interesting that there are um civilizations all over the world that have similar depictions Um, right i don't know what to do with that information because it's not like they were traveling to see each other
0: right that's i mean okay yeah i i will i will give that to them but at the same time like if you look from an archaeological standpoint at almost every civilization that has progressed, um, starting with cultivation of agriculture, um, moving on to society and mathematics and things like that, they have almost all had like a similar pathway. So, yeah, I all mean,
1: humans are not that different. Yeah, so honestly, I think
0: that a large part of that is just, you know, the way that human beings are wired is the same across the board in a lot of ways. Yeah, for sure. And so when we as humans see something or experience something, it joins the collective knowledge really quickly. And I don't know, there's like, there's, we could, here's the thing with this whole shit, is like, we could dive off the fucking deep end onto theories about spiritual connection across the entire planet and, like, the idea of, like, Gaia and um, uh, a shared uh, genetic memory among all human beings and all that stuff, like, that's the thing is there's so much, I think my main problem with watching, like, the Ancient Aliens, dude, is there's so much that goes, like, that you could talk about, and they just, like, really quickly brush by it. They don't necessarily they do. do, like, in, an in-depth um, thesis They don't entertain about... any
1: other theories. Yeah, and
0: you have to, like... I feel like from a scientific point of view, like, if you're actually doing, like, real science, like, you have to acknowledge the fact that there's, like, all of these other things that come into play and in, like, formulation of religion and, and just weird... I don't know. It's a lot of shit, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> yeah um another weird thing about the art um the egyptians like there's um like down in the tombs it's super dark like you can't you can't see (laughs) um right but on the walls they have what the ancient alien dudes think look like ancient light bulbs yeah i've seen Um, the
0: drawings yeah
1: Yeah. So when you look at it and they say, doesn't this look like an ancient light bulb? And then they show you an ancient light bulb. You're like, oh, shit, that does look like an ancient light bulb. But then other (laughs) people um, like archaeologists um, are like, well, we think it's like this, like the lotus flower or something. And they were just trying to show like the aroma of the flower. And then you look at the flower and you're like, oh, yeah, I mean. If That's I, that totally
0: makes sense. The tracks. Yeah.
1: If I had no formal art training, nor have I ever seen anyone else's art, I might draw an aroma that looks like that. And it looks like a light bulb. <laughs>
0: yeah, it does. It's...
1: And then the, the ancient aliens, dude, I was so mad at this part because aliens, dude, with the hair, yeah,
0: he Georgia. was like.
1: Yeah, he was like, "There's no soot in there," and I tried to use a lighter that was down in the depths of it because it was so dark, um, and the lighter wouldn't light because there's not enough oxygen down there. That is a huge lie.
0: Yeah, because all, if there all wasn't, of it's a lie. You would be there with an oxygen tank, like yeah, <laughs> you would literally like if there's not enough oxygen to sustain a flame, you would not. And I mean, okay, well, okay, well, let's let's kind of backtrack to. Uh, my favorite movie of the early two thousands, The Mummy, Oh,
1: yeah, starring oh, yeah. Brendan Fraser. I'm here for it.
0: <laughs> so, when you'll see um, during that movie, uh, I hope I'm not giving away any spoilers because that movie's old
1: as fuck. It's now. old as fuck.
0: <laughs> Carry on. With with no it. excuse for not seeing that movie because it's amazing. So, when Benny is in the tomb trying to like pull out uh, all of the loot that he's got, and like it starts sealing off, like the fire, like the flame does go down. And obviously, like, sustaining a large flame in an area where there's not a whole lot of oxygen is a real thing. I understand that. But if it was to the point that you couldn't light a lighter...
1: Like a regular ass lighter. (laughs) Like a big, (laughs) If you couldn't
0: flick your bick in the tombs, (laughs) you would be down there with, like, an oxygen tank. And there's also photos of archaeologists going down there with flame torches.
1: Yeah! They fucking did that! And when he was like, there's no soot... in the tomb, yes, there is. There's hella they dust everywhere, just, dude. <laughs> yeah, like several years ago, they released an article that was like, "There's all this soot in here." <laughs> like, yeah, it's dirt.
0: It's Look at there. All this fucking shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and um, and also there was, there's been evidence um that the ancient Egypt- Egyptians um have used uh, oil lamps that would burn cleanly, anyways. So. Right, yeah,
0: and they're that was a big thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Castor absolutely. oil. Yeah. <laughs> they're not dub. Come on, man. In fact, they're very smart.
0: They really they're really are. fucking smart.
1: <laughs> yeah. Shall we talk about the Helen K pyramids? Yeah, let's talk about Lord Pakal. Dude, Lord Pakal. This motherfucker was so tall. <laughs> huge fucking huge he was was huge huge. (laughs) (laughs) um so they worshipped him like a god um probably because he was fucking huge yeah
0: dude he was big (laughs) as fuck
1: yeah um and this is in mexico if you didn't know this was in mexico um so the pyramids they you know like the ancient egyptians they had pyramids and um they were believed to be, like, tombs and burial things and whatnot. So then, Lord Pakal had his own. And um, on the outside of his coffin, like, they had the, the lid, you know? There was no hinges. So it right. was just, like, a slab. But they yep. had this, like, a really intricate um, carving. And the ancient alien dudes um, swear that it's a rocket and that he is in the rocket going off into... The heavens. Right. Um, but non-believers of aliens, or <laughs> ancient aliens, um, right. think that it may be just a depiction of him being pulled to the underworld with right. the tree of life. Right. Which, if you know anything about Mexican culture, makes way more sense.
0: <laughs> like right,
1: right, right, A rocket going off into the heavens. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, he was a tall fucking guy. Maybe it's just like, look at my big ass dick. I don't know. It's probably not. It's (laughs) probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I mean, yeah. So, like, this is another thing. So, first of all, like, to mention that, you know, other cultures had pyramids. First of all, like, we've, you know, it's been proven mathematically, especially in simple math terms, that the triangle is one of the most stable, um, architecturally stable things that you can have and obviously right. these people had an understanding well and let's be of, real
1: the triangle is the sexiest
0: dude it's the sexiest shape it's i going on
1: record the triangle is the sexiest
0: <laughs> yeah i'm sorry circle get
1: get the fuck out of get here the dude fuck out of here if you're square <laughs> fuck you fuck you a rhombus get the fuck out of here dude if your body is shaped like a dorito holler at me (laughs) (laughs) right that's literally how I'm trying to be (laughs)
0: um so but like we know that it's like the most stable architecture and so obviously people built like in Mexico and like you can see like indigenous Mexican peoples use this in like a lot of their architecture because it's stable and it lasts long like right fucking duh it makes sense yeah but yeah I don't know I don't really know a whole lot about Mexican culture in terms of like, um, like original like Maya or Inca or, or indigenous people and their beliefs in terms of like the afterlife other than like my, my knowledge of the Mayan people, you know, other than this stuff that I've now researched like pretty much the farthest it expands is like, you know, fucking I lost my thought.
1: My dog is barking in the background. I'm sorry.
0: It's all right. I, what was my thought? I don't know much about Incan populations. Oh, other than the, the Mayan calendar, which told everybody yes. we were going to die in 2012, which yeah. I was really not looking forward to, and then kind of looking forward to, and then it, you know, it didn't happen. So here we fucking yeah. are.
1: <laughs> I went to an end of the world party, and then I actually almost died. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, (laughs) that'll be a story (laughs) for another time. (laughs) I probably didn't actually almost die, but I got super fucking, like the sickest i have ever been in my life. Um, Jesus. So that was cool. Tight. But yeah, yeah. back to this. (laughs) Right. Pyramids. (laughs) Um, The Mayans, like um, with their calendar and everything, they were super advanced in astronomy. Um, And I kind of, think that maybe in a future episode we should talk about uh, prehistoric astronomy because the more I started reading into it oh um, it's so advanced for the time and it's really fucking impressive and so I started writing up all the stuff and then I was like this needs to be its own series because it's very interesting and so many of these uh, civilizations had their own way to do astronomy and they were all right which is impressive as fuck right exactly and that's like aside from the end of comes... the world
0: <laughs> right aside from the end the thing is like we don't even Ugh. and that's like another thing propagated by the ancient aliens people is the VA idea of the end of the Mayan calendar the long count calendar meaning that you know like they, they these people planned like 400 okay so like they planned super fucking far ahead let's yeah let's just say that
1: they probably so... just were like fuck it I'm done now
0: <laughs> right or like you know once we will fucking cross that bridge when we fucking get to it you know two thousand yeah. fucking years in the future <laughs> like yeah. there's no necessarily saying they that they did was gonna their be due some...
1: diligence
0: <laughs> right and another thing which we'll get on to a little bit later is they had these end of cycle celebrations called Bakhtun, which yeah. is like a possibility that um Essentially, like, maybe they were just planning, like, a celebration, and it was, like, you know, this, from this point forward, it's, like, you know, when fucking Debra gives her uh, New Year's revolution, or resolutions, and she's, like, I'm gonna start doing CrossFit this year, like, you know, maybe it was just, like, signifying, like, yeah, we're gonna make a change in society, we're gonna strive towards better in different things. Like, it's not necessarily, like, a crazy apocalyptic event from any of the yeah. research
1: that I have done, so. Well, and really, like, we don't know anything about a lot of their life or anything.
0: Like, right. We don't
1: have a lot of information about all of these civilizations. Right. We're really lucky that the Maya
0: and um, the Egyptians and I feel like the Um, like, Indo-European cultures and, like, early Greeks and and Romans were very much about pictorializing their culture. So, but that's the thing, is, like, all we have (laughs) is that. And, like, for the Mayans, for example, half of their life was dictated by some fucking feathery serpent dude. Yeah.
1: So, you know, (laughs) like... (laughs) So who's to say? (laughs) Yeah, nobody knows. Nobody (laughs) does. Nobody fucking knows. But, yeah, they... They were an advanced uh, civilization and people are allowed to be advanced civilizations (laughs) without aliens, I think. Um, Yeah. But uh, the ancient aliens dudes think that uh, they were too advanced and that the uh, aliens were speaking with them somehow, Mm. um, maybe visiting them and giving them all of this information on how, um, to map the stars and maybe even how to do their calendar and everything, um, so which Asian also aliens d- go on. I'm Sorry, which I mean,
0: which also doesn't make sense because we see a progression of documentation in their right. calendars and the way that they posited information. You know, like yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, so no point stage. <laughs> zero points for the ancient mind civilization yeah and we'll post a picture of lord mccall's uh coffin Mm. um so you can see for yourself maybe you do think it is a rocket yeah and you're allowed to think that (laughs) here's
0: the thing that i've learned you know if all modern art was taken to mean alien shit dude like the world would be a much different place. Like, art is up for interpretation, especially in indigenous cultures. I feel like it's really influenced by spirituality. Yes. Um,
1: So... Highly really. so. That's all they had. <laughs> yeah, that's literally it.
0: No Netflix for these bitches. No. No internet. They Not even no, shitty internet.
1: They had no Google overlords. <laughs> no, dude.
0: They were just fucking... You know, wouldn't it be crazy if God was like a flying serpent in the air with feathers and, like, he ate the sun at night and then, like, pooped it out? We should start a religion on that based yeah. on the...
1: Love it. Let's run with it. Yeah. Let's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we need to talk about the um, Egyptian pyramids. Yeah. Holy fuck. Um, There's a lot of information here, and the further I dug into it, um, the more bizarre it got.
0: Right, and I feel like especially the Great Pyramids are like...
1: The Great great Pyramid um, was the focus, at least for ancient aliens, um, so I kind of just focused on that as well. Mostly because I started, like, fact-checking everything they were saying, and I was like, wrong. 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 so wrong. (laughs) So wrong. (laughs) Um, So the Great Pyramid, it's the oldest and the largest, and it also is the most intact. Mm -hmm. And um, Egyptologists believe that this pyramid was built for a tomb, like a lot of other pyramids.
0: Yeah, Um, Khufu.
1: And they believe that it was built in a very short amount of time uh like 20 years max maybe 25 i yeah, don't know I, I think the one
0: that i saw the most consistently and i i mostly went with archaeologists on this one but the one yeah I saw for most sure consistently I, that's was, what
1: i did too I, I listened to years. what they said and then i was like i'm gonna go see someone who actually yeah let's talk to some real scientists <laughs> but i did see the range of uh 10 to 20 years um as the period of time that i saw the most right for a range right um So it's fucking huge. It really is huge. Um, I've never seen it in person. Um, It's a thick-ass boy. Yeah. It's 480 feet high and 6 million metric tons of limestone. Yeah,
0: boys, if Um, you look like the Great Pyramid of Giza, hit my motherfucking line, you know? Yeah,
1: get (laughs) at me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's said to consist of, like, around 2.3 million blocks Two point three million blocks. Oh my god! That's <laughs> like insane. That's fucking huge. That's really fucking big, my guy. <laughs> yeah, so there are um, like quarries around um, limestone quarries and granite quarries. So that's obviously where they got these uh, blocks. Right. Um, the furthest one is five hundred miles away. And they have done some, like, testing on the granite in the king's chamber. Mm -hmm. um, And that's how they determined, like, this dope granite came from this quarry that is 500 miles away. away. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, so the ancient aliens people, uh, they threw out math that I don't know how they got Right. Um, they claimed that in order for the pyramids to be built in that amount of time, that they would have to be moving one of those huge-ass blocks every nine seconds. Right. And I could not find where they got the information to make that equation to get that number. Right. Um, so I think they are not... Correct. On that. I think you basically just lied. <laughs> like Yeah, they. I think they. Lines. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't even mention how they got that number. Um, right. But if you don't fact check that, fact check that. That is a startling number.
0: <laughs> right, and I think the closest, like, so I just told you that I uh, was. I watched that BuzzFeed. Uh, investigator fucking report or whatever, and they talked about the ancient py- pyramids as well, and they said it was something closer to, like, once every, like, two and a half minutes or something like that. Right. Um, okay. But I think it's really important to think, okay, so ancient Egyptians, a really big factor in this, and I feel like why the ancient aliens guys have so much kind of, like, wiggle room is because ancient Egyptians first of all there's not very many trees that are stable enough to be able to create cranes or pulley systems um it's which is one of the theories
1: that um they threw out not the ancient aliens people but the archaeologists
0: right in general um there is also they didn't have the wheel um right as far as we know, but at the same time, they did have pulley systems on like their ships and they were very much like a seafaring people. So there's a possibility that they could have instituted this technology totally different. Another big thing was, um, the friction of sand.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Was not, is not as high when it's wet. So the idea that they built ramps and then covered them in sand and then wetted them down and then pushed the blocks up, you also have to understand, like, there's literally the amount of slave labor that went into the Egyptian... Pa- like, uh, That the... has been
1: debunked. So, wait, which one's been debunked? The slave labor has been debunked. I have that down here in my notes.
0: Oh, dang. Okay.
1: Yep. Uh, where are we? Working...
0: I there is. I, I, okay, I have heard that there was other people that said that they were, like, literally paid to do their their work... Or whatever. Yes, there
1: there was proven to be a lot of skilled laborers around that time, and right. they uh, they hypothesized that um, these skilled laborers on the off season of farming were right. hired to build. Right. So the the idea, the amount
0: of labor in the Egyptian Empire in general, slavery driven or not, is literally biblical. Yeah. Massive. Huge yes. amounts of people. Not really doing a whole lot with their time, other than serving the crown, essentially. Yep. Um, either through agricultural farming means around, or like literally. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but I play a lot of like the ancient civilization building games, namely Pharaoh with the uh, Cleopatra expansion pretty fucking good at it but there's massive amounts of labor (laughs) like it's like the fertile crescent like and and although i'm sure there were like lots of skilled laborers there is probably also slave labor as well involved or people that were working directly for the palace um it's just, like, there's massive amounts of people not doing fucking anything. <laughs> like yeah. It's definitely a possibility that they had enough to do that. In fact, just recently, during the protests, an archaeologist came out and told people how to topple an obelisk based on labor. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and how many
0: people you would need per foot of obelisk.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like... It can be done. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the other things that I fact-checked the ancient aliens dudes on, um, they were claiming that there were some ancient Egyptian texts that claimed that um, they built the pyramids with the assistance from Guardians of the Sky. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, However, I could not find any evidence whatsoever to whatever ancient texts that they were talking about. And when I, quick tangent, (laughs) when I was digging further and further looking for these ancient texts that are not anywhere. Right. I uncovered (laughs) this crazy fucking idea and one simple article um, about the KGB (laughs) finding alien remains in one of the pyramids.
0: Right. Yeah. And they were
1: just sitting on that information If anyone was going to find and sit on information, it would be the KGB. (laughs) It would be. And there is a 2001 documentary titled The Secret KGB Files.
0: Beautiful.
1: That talks about them finding alien remains and alien technology. But weirdly enough, nowhere else on the internet speaks of it. (laughs) Right. Yeah that's yeah that's another thing is like the other shitty thing that um the ancient this one made me mad like i had to like right. pause the show and walk away and i had to like rant at noah about how stupid it was right. um the they on the ancient aliens they say that the great pyramid is lined up with um, the longest line of latitude and the oh, okay. longest line of longitude that is not even remotely correct. remotely close to being true no, At I all. don't know. Like, no. it's not even a little bit. It's not even kind of true. It's not no. even close to being just true. It's just a
0: blatant lie. Just a blatant lie.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I I couldn't figure out why they were saying that. And I think it's just because they wanted to think that aliens told them where to build the pyramid. And it's... Right. I. No points. No but points Ancient Aliens. Here's the thing about
0: it, though, is, like, there's so many other theories. So, like, a big one is the idea that it aligns with Orion's Belt. Like, even so right. far as to say that with the star that's the furthest on the right as you're looking up at the night sky is kind of off. It's not, like, directly centered. It's not a straight line. Even when you look at the pyramids, like, it's directly aligned with Orion's Belt. Now, that's another thing that could easily be done. By looking right. at the fucking sky.
1: Just, liter- <laughs> literally, just literally looking, looking up.
0: up. <laughs> literally just look up, which is what they spent most of their time doing. Honestly, yeah. I'm surprised that massage therapy wasn't a more prevalent thing earlier on because all these mm-hmm. motherfuckers were just looking up all the fucking time. Yeah. What and we have do? evidence
1: of other civilizations doing things like this as well, like with the Nazca yeah. lines.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, another big one is the idea that all of their... Um, all of the lines for the outside of the pyramid are at perfect 90 degree angles. Yeah, let's talk about how the ancient Egyptian civilization, sorry, excuse me, the ancient Egyptian civilization was one of the first civilizations to invent a numerical system as well as a way to collect taxes and things like that. They were super advanced in mathematics. Like, yeah, yeah. they weren't necessarily, like, Pythagoras Greek advanced in, in mathematics, but they're, right. you know, but they well-versed given enough... Time. Yeah, but they're well-versed enough to take a fucking stick, put it into the fucking ground, put another fucking stick directly the fuck across from it using a fucking piece of string or rope, and then outline it like that. It's really not that... like it's Forming a perfect 90-degree angle and understanding that if you want a solid base for something that goes straight up in at an angle, it's really not that fucking hard. (laughs) Like, it's really, really (laughs) not. Um, Another one is the idea that... Um, they're so completely perfectly level Um, but this of course was disproven by archaeologists as well using a spirit level which essentially is you carve like a line in the ground um, and then you look you pour water into it and then look and see where the water is overflowing and then chisel it until the water lays flat
1: right
0: which is you know pretty much the same technology that goes into a modern level so You know, like, (laughs) this is technology that they had and understanding that they had, like, people are allowed to be advanced civilizations. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's not always aliens.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh,
1: So I think we should talk about Easter Island and Stonehenge. um, Yeah.
0: Let's do it. Because...
1: They're not similar, obviously, because they're different structures. Um, Right. (laughs) (laughs) But they're similar in that the only thing that um, ancient aliens has to stand on is they don't know how or why they were built. Right. And that's everybody. Which is shitty to think that just because we can't figure out how or why they were built doesn't mean aliens taught them how to do it. Right. Um... So, Easter Island has the statues, and um, a lot of people think that they are carved in the likeness of aliens. Yeah, um, those are big bitches. Yeah. <laughs> aliens big, are fucking huge. <laughs> big ol' faces. <laughs> right.
0: That's gotta be, like, proportionally, that doesn't seem, you know, the logistics of moving around when you look like that, it's pretty fucking rough. Yeah. However, it is supposed that they extend downward into the ground yeah. in their full bodies.
1: They do have some evidence of that. Um, they also, you know, had a lot of evidence to show that, um, like, some of the carvings were left unfinished, and mm-hmm. some of them were just like abandoned in just like random places. Right. Um, which is also like, what were they doing? You know, it feeds into that. Like, what could have happened? Right. Um, but maybe they just like were bored. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Like, like, literally anything
1: simple could be...
0: I had to have sex with my wife, so I didn't finish this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, and then I and then I forgot where it was on the island, so I started a new one. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, they are super big and uh, super heavy. Again, um, the heaviest one being, like, 86 metric tons. Mm-hmm. Um, and another quick shitty thing about the ancient aliens dudes, they claimed that the heaviest one... Um, was like 400 metric tons. I don't remember what they said. Gee, that's a fuck ton of tons. Yeah, which is not true.
0: No, Um, I don't see how that could be accurate, personally, anyways.
1: So, like, a lot of archaeologists think that um, maybe that they were just carvings of, like, to represent ancestors and things like that, which is also, again, a common theme in... A lot of civilizations, even a lot of modern civilizations.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And then Stonehenge. um, Similar thing. Like, they, they don't know why it was built, and they think that it was aliens. I think I read some place that they, because it's in, like, a circle that they were thinking that that was, like, the landing site for, like, where the aliens could come and touch down. Right. Um, The crazy thing about Stonehenge, though, is that it was... There's no written record of it at all that we found. Right. Um, So, however... I think that's one of the main reasons why so many people have all these, like, crazy clashing theories about it is because... We literally have nothing to go on but what it looks like.
0: Right. So Stonehenge is super interesting, uh, for a couple of different reasons. So first of all, like there's no written record, but um uh when so I watched another Naked Science about Stonehenge specifically, and with Stonehenge, the big question is first of all, the stones are super fucking big, but yeah, the they're farthest slabs. distance
1: are huge slabs.
0: Yeah, but the, f- the furthest distance for the actual really big stones that they harvested was, like, 20 miles away. Um, and with a society that probably had the use of the wheel or, like, understanding they could roll things on logs, you know, that's, that's right. a possibility. <coughs> um, another thing was, so there was four possibilities um, of people that could have put up Stonehenge, essentially. The first one was the idea of, like, um, just ancient... Uh, aliens. S- like stack well, <laughs> 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 right. um, outside of ancient aliens, there was like the the pre-Roman um, invasion, um, not Saxons. Um, I can't remember the name for their culture, but like essentially early uh, Bronze Era. Um, English people. <laughs> okay, okay, um, okay, Yeah, so, like, the people, like, the quote-unquote indigenous peoples of that area were people that had, like, early settled, like, early gone over there um, and settled the island. There's that. There was the idea that it was um, Druid people using it as a okay. ceremonial site. There was also the idea that it was possibly Romans who... Um, like, came in and obviously invaded the area. Like, we have, like, Hadrian's Wall, so we know that Rome invaded that area and, right. you know, fought against, like, those people, the, like, Druid, Druidish people and, and also the earlier Bronze Age people. Um, but from all accounts, the earliest, I believe, um, that, this like, the earliest date of, like, when stones were set was, like, 4,000 years ago. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So what what that's pointing to is going to be probably those bronze age, bronze age people. It's not something that's like super uniform. Um the other thing about Stonehenge is I mean all we can see is the stones that are left over. Yeah. So we don't know if there was like wooden planks on top of it or and there is a possibility that there was um and we'll later on i'll talk about another site in russia that's like kind of similar so there could have been like you know wooden structure over it Um, um the the big proponent for the ancient aliens things is the idea that they weren't able to move the smaller stones which are part of the inner circle which are known as the blue stones which actually came from um an area in wales which is like 250 miles away, and also across, like, England's strongest tidal area. Like, in order to, like, quickly transport it, they would have to come on boats across that area. But one thing was, during the Ice Age that affected England, there's a possibility that those stones could have been moved to the area by glacial melt-off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's totally a possibility, but ancient aliens dudes think, oh, there's no way they could have, like... Yeah, been able to move these stones so far. Like, they must have had anti-gravity technology from aliens. But it's, like, first of all, like, there's no depiction of aliens. There's no nothing. Um, However, (laughs) Salisbury Plains, there's another structure that's very similar to Stonehenge called Woodhenge. Um,
1: Oh, yeah, Woodhenge.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so it's a similar circular structure with, like, stones, like, interlying. There's also, um, like, when you look... uh, A reason why they think like the druids may have built it is because or or some sort of religious society may have built it is because during the summer solstice the sun rises directly in between the two stones in the middle um there's like a lot of ideas and then just recently they've discovered that there are burials outside of the henge like in a circle and there's like hundreds and hundreds of bones like really it's just we have no idea and there's so many different theories but the only thing that the ancient aliens people have to stand on is the idea that it's built in a place that you know they're able to celebrate um like the equinoxes right and that the stones are big (laughs) like that's pretty much so it's just like but it's just another example of people looking at the stars and like being able to like figure that shit out and yeah heavy shit is fucking heavy But, if you want something done, (laughs) and you have the manpower to do... Yeah, and you have a lot of fucking time, and you have the manpower to do it, like, yeah, you can can fucking do it. It also, I mean, based, like, the stones were moved around, like, it has, like, a long, you know, mostly unknown, unfortunately, history. But, like, there's nothing saying that this thing popped up over the fuck, like, overnight. Yeah. However... (laughs) what does pop up overnight in Salisbury fields and layer like, Salisbury Plain and like the surrounding area is crop circles. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot a crop of crop circle,
1: <laughs> right. There's a lot of them that
0: happen in that area, but a lot of people say that it's just, um, I guess back in like the 18th century, there was, or 13th century, sorry, there was a picture, mm-hmm. a depiction of, um, like this is how long they've been happening in that area They thought that it was related to the devil and there's a really cool illustration of um the devil harvesting his crop and he's like making crop
1: circles i love that
0: yeah so stonehenge is like it's just another one of those things where like people are really grasping at straws here when there's because we know nothing about it yeah and i mean that's easy to do in fact you know even ancient civilizations did it in terms of like inventing ways and reasons for things you know like the giant fucking sky dragon eating the sun you know I get it (laughs) you don't know what's happening so like you invent something that makes sense to you yeah absolutely but it doesn't necessarily make it accurate or true or something that you should tell thousands of people (laughs) who are a willing audience
1: (laughs) don't do that right (laughs) right I do want to take a quick moment to go off about uh, Puma Punku in Bolivia. okay? Um, Because the ancient aliens talked about it. Um, Some of them were like, even going as far to say like, this is the thing that like the clutch thing, like this is, this is aliens. Like if you didn't believe all that other shit, you have to believe this. Right. Um, And as a geologist, I hate them for that. Um, right <laughs> because so pumapunku is like this old um, civilization and at this day and age it's like completely toppled it looks like it, it looks like it was destroyed on purpose like that's how fucked it is right um but as people are looking around at all these like slabs and such um there's you know finding that it was probably like a flourishing city at one point which is cool um and they're also finding that it was uh again an advanced civilization with like hydraulic systems and waterproof sewage drains and like all this shit um so obviously they're smart um but when you look at how they built their structures there are these um they created like locking mechanisms within the stones Right. Um, so like they'll have a notch and then a, you know the other thing comes in. Yeah, There's crazy also like, precise holes. Yeah. yeah. And they're they're very precise and they're very um they look fucking good is what it. Yeah, they look comes amazing Yeah. Yeah. Um the ancient aliens people claim that these precise locking mechanisms and like the lines that they drew and the holes that they drilled could not be done with stone age tools because all of the rocks there are uh granite and diorite which are hard as fuck if you don't know
0: they're very hard in fact they're they're specifically like it for climbing because they don't fucking move
1: (laughs) yeah however (laughs) All of the literature, and, like, again, as a geologist, I dug into some geological literature. Right. Um, says nothing about granite and diorite. There is no granite or diorite at this site. And right. all of the slabs are, in fact, andesite and sandstone, which Super would soft. have been able to be used with um, Stone Age tools. Um right. So I was just, like, fucking mad. Like, why, <clears throat> why are you making up shit to sound right when I can literally just go... Anyone can just go there and look at the rocks, first of all, but... Right. it's, I, it's, a, it's a, it, a historical site, you can, yeah,
0: it's, like, going to, like, the ruins at Machu Picchu. Like, you can just go.
1: Yeah. And <clears throat> it, it makes me fucking mad. Also, like, when you're looking at the, like, the images that they show in this in the show... Um mm-hmm you can kind of tell that they're not granite and diorite
0: Just um they definitely cooking. i mean for the untrained eye i feel like you're i feel like you're giving the audience too much uh <laughs> too much credit in terms of knowledge of rocks maybe uh because i i don't know like the granite that's in the black hills uh looks very similar to the stones that are cut um however not the- yeah you're right <laughs> not to <laughs> me <I> don't <laughs> Right, not to you, not to me, I understand, (laughs) but, um, like, if somebody didn't have that knowledge, they would be like, oh my god, that's so true, like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, rock knowledge is not, and that's a rock (laughs) fact, (laughs) um, but rock knowledge is not something that's necessarily, like, super well-known, which it should be, because rocks are cool as fuck.
1: No, I totally get that. What I'm going off of is, like, even, like, even the bare minimum of what the surface looks like, including the color which color you can't really use much in geology because anything can change colors. But even just that, like when they were saying like granite diorite, it was like, it does, it's not even like you can walk into a fucking hardwood store or hardware store and look at their granite countertops and be like, no, this does not look like Puma Punku rock slabs.
0: Right, right, right. And that's, I mean, another thing that is like polished granite and like, Okay. anyways, regardless, it's not, it's really not, and also, like, even though things are precise, I mean, like, a big thing, I think, personally, when you look at it, is they were just trying to create a system that worked better without having to use mortar, so, like, you know, it's, like, the classic, like, Bill Gates is, like, you can find a workaround that works, fucking do it, you know? <laughs> right. So, obviously, like, they were able to calculate, oh, if we put these slabs together this way, then it'll work. And, yeah, we need to make sure that it's, like, super clean. But it's another thing of, like, it's a time aspect. It's, like, if you have literally all the time in the fucking world to be able to, like, measure that and make sure that, you know, it aligns correctly, then sure. Yeah, it makes sense. Right. But, yeah. Do you, you want to
1: tell, uh, or... yeah. yeah. tell us about your weird um, Nazi stuff you found?
0: Oh, yeah! Oh my god. Okay, so it's either the fucking KGB or it's the Nazis. It's one of the two <laughs> with all the crazy fucking freak shit. I don't fucking know. Yeah. So, okay. So this is another one that's like kind of a fucking hole. Like, you hear, and the ancient alien guys touch on it for like two fucking seconds, and then they don't fucking talk about it like, for the rest of the series, they give you, like, a very brief, ah, and then they, like, you know, withdraw, and it's like, dude, that's fucked up, like, it's mm-hmm. like, I was this close, and you just, like, took it, like, you ran off, and then, now it's fucked, <laughs> um, anyways, <Right. laughs> so, um, a lot of this, uh, idea or belief stems from the idea that there was a UFO crash that was mentioned by Jan Van Helsing in his 1993 book, title i didn't write down but jan van helsing weird Not shit <laughs> i'm sure you can find it. i'm sure you can find it on the internet with a quick google search but uh so jan van helsing wrote this book about like fucking crazy shit and he recounted a ufo crash in 1936 in the black forest near Freiburg, um stating that the crash was an extraterrestrial saucer spacecraft um and that nazis hitler led Nazis went to this crash because, you know, they had like crazy Gestapo, like police. It's the same situation with like the Roswell thing and everything. Right. But they went to this crash and, you know, pulled it and started to, with the help of a psychic, uh, reverse engineer (laughs) this spacecraft um, so that Nazis would have flying saucers. Now here's where it gets... Really fucking weird. <laughs> um, if
1: it okay. wasn't weird enough already. <laughs> if it wasn't
0: weird enough already. Here's where it gets really fucking weird. So, okay. Um, me as a massage therapist, I work with a lot of Eastern cultural medicine. Um, right, and right. a lot of that is based off of um, the Vedic texts, which are ancient proto um Eurasia, Indo-Eurasian texts that were written in, um, Sanskrit that kind of outline ways and methods for living. Um, also apparently like a super thick goo that works on like securing <laughs> monuments based on like this ancient site in India that was with, like withstood an earthquake, things like that. And, you know, it's all about like life flow energy and, and they had the idea like Proto-Indo peoples had the idea that there was, like, you know, palaces in the sky and things like that. So there's a lot of that stuff in the Vedic texts, um, including, you know, ways and methods to, like, heal yourself based on, like, the things that you eat and, and et cetera, et cetera. But there is a recent... As recent as 1987, there was a discovery called Arkaim. Now, Arkaim is a city structure that was built in the southern Ural range um, near Chilib- Ch- Chilibansk. I feel so bad because I shouldn't ha- I shouldn't pronounce this wrong because it's my history, but it's like in the Ural Mountains, um, and it's um, believed by some to have been modeled after the shape of the universe. So they call it the Russian Stonehenge because it's a circle, like, a really big-ass circle with, like, a moat outside of it, and then an inner circle. Um, And this was actually... So, when the USSR was still a thing... See, I told you this is a whole bucket of shit. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It goes fucking deep. Real deep. (laughs) So, when the USSR was still a thing, they were trying to build a reservoir. Like, the area had flooded out, I guess, Um, And they were trying to build a reservoir so that they could use it for a power company for, like, a struggling village. And this was, like, kind of the end times of the USSR, 1987, that was, like, the last dying gas before Chernobyl. Um, Yeah, it was, like, a whole thing. (laughs) Like, right when the USSR was ending. Um, But so they were doing an archaeological survey of this area, and two schoolboys that were working with the archaeological dig um, went out and saw what they saw were walls, like, in, in the dirt and stuff, um, and they went back to camp, and they told the, the people, and then this guy, Gennady Zidanovich, I think, I hope, (laughs) um, (laughs) who was leading the archaeological dig, they saw it, and they were like, oh my god, like, this is an ancient, like, (laughs) proto-structure, like, we have to save it. Um, and these two kids were like, they got two cans of condensed milk, like, like as cans. a reward. As a reward for finding <laughs> this shit, I'm which is actually bad. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess if you're like in the USSR, that's pretty fucking cool. This is actually from. Is that... I mean, I suppose I don't really. I mean, I really don't know. I don't know, but I, I, that was actually, like, in a university (laughs) paper that I was reading about Archaim, because you can't find, because it's Russian, or at least I'm assuming, because it's Russian, you can't find a lot of information about it because the Russians are fucking (laughs) tighter than a fucking ant's butthole about fucking everything. Um So after it was discovered in 1987, it was declared a historical and geographical museum by the Russian Council of Ministers in 1991. Um, So this area is kind of a lot like the Salisbury area. It's surrounded by mysticism. Um, There's a lot of people, you know, ancient alien theorists that have said that it was created with the help of alien travelers because it's located over a powerful energy vortex on Earth. Um, and many mystics and psychics, which, like, in Russia, there is so much mysticism and so much, like, um, like the original, like, Russian ideal of, I guess, what you would say, paganism, um, or you have, like, Zoroastrians who believe that it's the birthplace of aryan civilization um so now we're kind of getting back to the nazi theme here right right. Um, right. so originally aryan here meaning um proto-indian like proto-indo-europeans related to early iranian peoples that were higher in class and religion and knowledge leading to the continuation of movement of early indo-europeans throughout europe and eurasia um and of course proliferators of vedic knowledge which are those ancient sanskrit texts outlining religious practices um used throughout most of ancient india so the idea of like the quote-unquote aryan race (laughs) right which is like once you start doing research into that shit is so fucking backwards like it was co-opted by fucking nazis to um It's, first of all, it's classist as fuck, because these people held themselves higher than the rest of civilization in the first place, and then was co-opted by Hitler to mean the perfect race, (laughs) which is just, like, it's so fucking backwards. And then you look at, obviously, the swastika was taken from um, early Sanskrit imagery as well. Right. Right. Meaning, like, good luck and fortune and things like that. Like, this guy was just fucking weird. Fucking
1: Nazis (laughs) ruined
0: everything. Seriously. So, with the Nazi aliens...
1: God, that's such a weird thing to say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, it's so fucking crazy. These, okay, so there's this idea that there was this woman, Maria Orsick, who was a medium and was a founding member of something called the Vril Society, which was essentially this group of, like, super hot chicks with, like, hella long hair, because they thought that their long hair could act as an antenna to connect them to Vril, which was a life force. That's allowed them. shit. Right, it's coldest as fuck. <laughs> And allow them to communicate with Aryan aliens who no! live in the Aldebaran system on Alpha Centauri. Which is super fucked because what? Alpha Centauri is actually a star in the Beetlejuice oh. system. So, everything... Right. And when you look at this stuff, so the real Society was based... It's a cult... Based on a name from a science fiction novel called The Coming Race that described a master race of subterranean, like, beings that were able to tap into a force called the Brill, and these people were known as Aryans because they were higher and closer to the religious whatever the fuck. Right. So, when this, when this fucking spaceship crashed in 1936, like, there's people that say they were part of the real Society, were, like, fucking Heinrich Himmler, and fucking Joseph Goering, and, like, all of these, like, people that were super close to Hitler... And they said that, like, once this plane, or once this, like, UFO crashed in 1936, they fucking stole it, took it to some fucking castle in the Black Forest, and then fucking tried to reverse engineer it using this woman who had super fucking, like, long-ass motherfucking hair. Like, I'm talking, like, down-to-your-fucking-feet long-ass hair. Shit. Because she said that she could communicate with the Aryan race that had created the fucking thing. (laughs) Dude, this shit's, like, and this is something that was mentioned in Ancient Aliens, like, ever so briefly, and I was, like, okay, like, I want to fucking, I'm gonna do some fucking digging. I really wish I hadn't, because, like, now everything's, That's like, fucking crazy. It's, it's, like, a conglomeration in my head. Like, I told you, like, once we started doing research for this project, it's, I feel like my brain is coming out of my fucking ears. It's yeah. insane. It's hard to, uh, continue to read all the stuff. Right, and everything's like so crazy interconnected, which is like almost helps their case, I suppose. Yeah, I guess <laughs> in, in some a way. Ways. But yeah, but also, I don't know. It's weird as fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fucking insane. It's
1: really weird. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the uh, first computer? Yeah, well, let's touch on the first computer. Um, so. The Antikythera mechanism, um, this was the first analog computer that okay. we know of, that we have evidence of. Right. Um, so it was created around 100 to 200 BC, um, and it was used to predict astronomical positions, like, uh, like with eclipses, and there's calendar with all your astrological stuff and it was like super fucking advanced and it was found i think recently like when i say recently i mean when history was still a thing or was a thing and it was right. found like um in shipwreckage i think it was i don't know where i wrote it down but i'm pretty sure it was found in shipwreckage um so it's like really intricate and it has these gears inside there's like 37 gears with um, like defined teeth and everything like they're mm-hmm. it's fucking detailed as fuck Right, um, and it follows like uh, the movements of the moon and the sun and I didn't know like zodiac stuff was a thing back then I don't know oh I don't yeah know I, I don't really know much about zodiac stuff um, so I didn't know that it was a thing back then but i guess it was so you could like use this device to predict when eclipses and things were going to happen um so obviously based on the rest of this episode you can already tell what um, the ancient aliens people think about this device um it fucking proves that aliens Told people about this technology because how else would. Yeah, indefinitely,
0: for sure. How like, else would no...
1: people know about
0: it? <laughs> yeah, there's no question. They couldn't just, you know, create the zodiac symbols and yeah. measure how those clusters of. So obviously the zodiacs are originally based on um, astronomical
1: clusters. Constellation?
0: Constellations, they astronomical clusters. Yep, I fucking sound <laughs> like a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, I couldn't think of the word. Yeah, they're based on constellations, um, and they were an easy way. To, like once again, humans attaching meaning, like relevant and recognizable meaning to things in the sky. Yeah. They looked like fucking shit. They looked like pictures. So they were like, hey, yeah. these things look like fucking things. Let's track yeah. their fucking shit and their movements through the sky. And we can track the seasons based on, you know, I can't see the fucking bear in the sky anymore.
1: <laughs> you fucking, right. it's, now it's winter time. you know? Yeah. Makes <laughs> sense. That's what yeah. they fucking had at the time. Yeah. Uh, so... I, I in my notes I call them non believers, but it's like right. um <laughs> uh scientists and things like that.
0: Right. People <laughs> with like relevant education to the topics that are being yeah. discussed. Lots of it. Yeah. <laughs> Years.
1: Um, <laughs> so archaeologists and such, the non believers of aliens, um, they have stated like while this is the most advanced thing you know, that is found, especially from that time period, like all that stuff coming together like this. No, not discrediting it at all. Like this was advanced. Um, However, other civilizations have created similar uh, mechanisms. Uh, Again, not as intricate as this one, but similar things have shown up in other civilizations. So it's like we were saying previously, like communities all over the world often come to the same points i'm again making hand gestures that only <laughs> i am once again making hand gestures <laughs>
0: um, um yeah but and that's the was... thing is like when the observable world is the same for everyone like i mean in terms of just like when you look up at the night sky or when you see you know that the sun rises in the east and sets in the west like and it does that for everybody it does, it, know, it does that for everybody. It doesn't matter. It does that for everybody. Just in case you were wondering, <laughs> it does that for everybody because the world is turning. <laughs> yeah, as the world turns, <laughs> these are um, the days of our lives.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um,
0: but that's the thing: is like every single person that looks up the sky is the same. Like, I mean, okay, so here's well. Not exactly the same, obviously, because, right. you know, for people in the Northern Hemisphere, you're going to see different shit for people than yeah. people in the Southern Hemisphere. For people on one side of the planet, but you're going to see other shit on the other side. like, But you're still looking at the same fucking stars. Um, and the thing is, when your seasons do swap and the Earth tilts closer or further away from the sun, you'll be able to see those things, you know? Yeah. Eventually. Um, and they're going to be in different places in the sky, and that's something that is observable with the naked eye for the most yeah. part. And that's everybody. So obviously people <laughs> are going to come to the same conclusions when they've been given the same environment. Yeah, it, you know, things are different. Like some people live in the jungle, some people live in the desert, some people live in the forest, some people lived in the plains. But for the most part, all of this shit that dictated how they were able to To start planning and counting time and days and recording things and using that as a way to understand weather and things like that, it makes sense.
1: Yeah, it really does. It just makes sense without like time, (laughs) like time and um, like calendar stuff. That wasn't just something that was um, important to us recently. Like that's always been important. Right. In fact, I see that. Through how all of these civilizations have uh, created something similar. Everywhere. Right,
0: and I think it was more important... Like, it's less important now that we have these crazy advanced civilizations that don't fucking really <laughs> use that anymore. Yeah. Like, it was more important to, like, record all of that stuff and have it down back then than it is now. In fact, when you look at the daily life of someone who you know, lives in San Francisco and works as uh, a PR person. Right. Calendars and weather and everything is more of a business tool and an inconvenience for that person than it is for a rural farmer in Wyoming who actually has to pay attention to the weather and the way that things are going and pay attention to the seasons and pay attention to... You know, the way that heat affects things because he has a crop that he has to look after. Right. You know? So,
1: yeah. So basically, this was just us (laughs) shitting on (laughs) ancient aliens for like an hour and a half. Yeah. I mean
0: I I feel like this series has gone from let's talk about alien technology to let's
1: shit on ancient aliens. <laughs> yeah. Next episode will be different. <laughs> right, right, right. But I I, I do mean, f- I yeah. do feel it's important because we are first and foremost um a tech podcast. Um and we have to stick to our guns and be scientific about the things. Um Yeah. So we had to fact check the ancient aliens and they they were wrong. They were really wrong.
0: And I think, honestly, as much as I don't want this to be the case, but obviously we've been talking about things like the Fermi Paradox and And real science and real documentation and real fucking shit because you're a geologist and I know stuff about things because I'm a really good trivia partner.
1: (laughs) You really are. That was the first time we met. Right. Yeah. And we won that shit. We won that shit. (laughs)
0: Um but, uh, no, so I mean, I feel like as much as I don't necessarily want this to be the case because I love spooky shit and I love talking about the idea yeah. of, like, life on other planets and alien technology, I feel like this series might become just us debunking all of oh, this and I, shit. I, I have the same feelings. Because that wasn't how it started out. Like, I was like, fuck, I get to watch Ancient Aliens for the first time since I was traumatized as a child, and then the more yeah. the, the more shit that I watched, the more I was like... This is so bullshit.
1: This is bad. This is bad. <laughs> right. Yeah, because I desperately want to believe in aliens and all the stuff. Um, right. But I can't ignore science. Science. Like, I, I can't yeah. do it. It's physically impossible for me to do Yeah, that. I can't. I just can't, okay? Just, yep. I can't. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, we're going to do our damnedest. Um,. To give way to some wonder but we're gonna be real with you guys at the same time our little bite-sized buddies
0: i little buddies but i mean there is shit that's unexplained and there is shit that's like really like yeah like this could be a possible thing like these are sightings that people are having there's like things that are obviously being covered up by the government regardless of how safe and totally debunkable they are right like there is You know, there's something out there. There's shit out there, possibly.
1: We don't know. I feel like as the (laughs) series goes on, we're going to get more and more into the wonder. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Next episode, we're going to tell you all about Roswell, so. Yeah, that's going
0: to be a fun one.
1: It really is, because I feel like we're, like, this was all, like, the preliminary stuff. This is all stuff that everyone's, like, heard about a whole bunch, and we had to like dive into it because it's the roots of this. Yeah, them um, roots. The roots. But um, now we're gonna next episode. We're gonna get into like the the fun stuff. Yes, absolutely. Hopefully.
0: Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, have you been playing any video games? Um. Actually, video I
1: video? I haven't at all. Um, <laughs> we played um tonight we riot and then yeah. i haven't literally played anything since um i didn't even play animal crossing this week oh my god you need to check in
0: oh what I about do? Your turnip I know. sales
1: my turnips yeah that <laughs> oh was <no. laughs> that was one of the reasons i haven't played animal crossing is because i forgot to buy turnips on sunday damn um, it. so i was like you know what fuck it
0: <laughs> right. yeah it's a vibe it's Fuck 100% this week. a vibe
1: <sighs> yeah but also I, like I've been doing all of the um, work stuff all the work stuff and all of the revolution stuff
0: yeah that too has been taken yeah. up
1: um, the majority of my outside time for sure yeah so have you played anything since Oh, we played Overwatch last night. Yeah, we
0: played Overwatch. I was going to mention I was going to wait to mention that. I oh, sorry. Why... I, totally I didn't want but... to <laughs> Yeah, no, we played Overwatch last night. Um, and then I played Counter-Strike for a little bit and then I realized that my walls are paper thin and uh, my next door neighbors probably don't want to hear me screaming motherfucker at 10:30 in the afternoon evening. Maybe uh, they do. Yeah, you know. they might. I I have no idea. I've said three words to them. <laughs> Dope. Because that's the way that the fucking, that's the way it goes (laughs) with coronavirus and stuff. So, yeah, I haven't been doing much. But, um, yeah, uh, that's, we played Tonight We Riot. That was super fun. I really enjoyed that game. Oh, oh, Nicholas bought me Them's Fighting Herds, which is like kind of like a My Little Pony fighting game. It's not exactly My Little Pony, but it's like definitely like themed like right, you, can right, right. you can tell, you can tell, you can fucking tell. <laughs> Celestia is definitely fucking in that bitch, like you know. <laughs> um, uh, but so I played a little bit of that with him, and that was super fun. I'm I don't have a like a like a fight stick or anything with me, so I've just fight been playing. Stick. Wow. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I thought you were my friend. <laughs> I don't
1: have like a fight stick.
0: Yeah, so I've just been playing on my keyboard because, you know, that's what my life is. But I was pretty okay with it. I could do it. He's way better than I am, but he also, like, does it professionally, so. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so. It was nice of him to, like, deign to play video games with me, which was sick, but. (laughs) Yeah. Other than that, man, I've just been living that fucking mountain life. I have crazy good Wi-Fi out here, which is fucking nuts. Never would have thought that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, shit. thanks for fuck? accompanying us down this weird fucking almost two hour long fucking rabbit hole of just yeah. what the
1: fuck. There was no way we could pack in all that information into a shorter amount of
0: time. You know, if you're going to start something off, start it off with a bang. Am I right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, so obviously, like, we are a tech podcast, so as we move forward, um, this will definitely be more focused on, like, questions of alien technology and, like, how technology has, you know, changed in terms of capturing UFOs and things like that. Um, obviously this episode and, like, all other episodes that came before it when they were the first in this series is mostly to lay the groundwork for what we're looking at. Um, so thank you so much for coming along (laughs) on this wild ride with us.
1: (laughs) Literally no structure, just randomly talking about things. Just listen to us <laughs>
0: fucking rant about all of this crazy fucking stuff. So
1: I hope that you enjoyed,
0: uh, and of course we hope that you'll join us next episode for a much more structured episode focusing on one subject. <laughs> yeah, it'll yeah. be
1: great and <laughs> be easier. Good time. Yeah. <laughs> and I won't watch any Ancient Aliens. <laughs> yeah, dude,
0: I'm just about fucking done with that shit. That's never yeah. gonna happen again. <laughs> nope.
1: Yep. I'm already right. sad that it <laughs> fucked up my algorithm on Hulu. Ah, oh no! Yeah, dude, my you
0: should see my fucking YouTube. I fucking tell you what.
1: <laughs> dude, take a
0: screenshot of your suggested videos. I fucking will do. Same too. We'll post it on the Instagram for you guys. <laughs> cool. Alright. Well, once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.